Yeah, there's there's so much that I want I want to explore. It, it's it's like where do we start? Because when we were talking last, we were we were really diving into a lot of the social movements and the politics around you know things that have been happening over the last not just the last couple of years but more it's just that it's really intensified lately with the push for the greater you know government power and the institutions are starting to get more powerful now because of covid and we've got these vaccine passports that are coming out and it's almost like a nazi march into this authoritarian dictatorship state globally and i feel really threatened by it and it's so weird to me that look i get that i am an individual and this is my opinion but surely i can't be wrong surely i'm looking at this pretty logically and uh how is it that a lot of my friends who i respect greatly and i love them but they just don't agree with me they're like yeah no it's fine it's gonna be fine like uh no no don't take the vaccine you know like whatever i mean i'm not against the vaccine i'm not an anti-vaccine person by any means i got loads of scars on my arms and stuff but there's something really fucking weird going on and wrong and it's been happening for a while now and i feel like a lot of people just don't have the same view and opinion on that and they think that everything's fine and that you should trust the government when clearly, yeah. in my in my opinion, I think that that's a that's a non negotiable right there. Like I just can't trust them anymore. Yeah, I mean, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that, like, just the human race, right? We are always so distracted, right? And it's and it's a part of consumerism. Consumerism. So it's like you consume uh, content or you're consuming something, it's a service or something. So we're always so distracted so that we don't spend even one second of our lives bored. And this, uh, this, is, this has a massive impact on people because we never stop to think about what's really going on. So we just take in whatever that is told to us. So if it's on YouTube or if it's in the media or if it's on our screen, then that's it's it's just a way of like it's like global domination done via a screen, you know. So nobody's gonna say, okay, I'm gonna shut this laptop down and sit back and think for myself for once because everything is already handed to me. So why do I have to think? I think if you well, I think it's become a lot easier to distribute a narrative that benefits those in power because of the advent of a lot of technology, you know, like social media is just an incredibly good example of how tapped in and wired in we all are to this potential yeah. manipulation of our, of the way of our thinking. Uh, I don't really need to explain it, and I'm probably going to really butcher the explanation if I try, but if you watch documentaries like um, the one on Netflix that came out a few years ago, it was about the Cambridge Analytica scandal, and they're basically an agency, or used to be an agency that don't exist anymore. Uh, they used to be an agency that even even running candidates for the presidency and their teams would hire this uh, agency to work on their PR campaigns. And this is not yeah. really a PR campaign because PR campaigns 
you're you're looking at something so much bigger than that. It's the it's how can you manipulate people to vote for you? And yeah. it was just shocking. Did you see it? Yes, I did. I did. And I really don't think that like I don't like when 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 they started advertising on social media and they started advertising things on the internet. I don't think anyone had any clue as to how far this is going to go. Because when we were kids, like I d- we didn't have the internet in Sri Lanka. So uh, how, how would people sell you something? It's on banners, posters, stickers, newspapers, things like this. And I remember one time I was in the backseat of uh, the vehicle and my father was driving us. Uh, to this part in in Sri Lanka and I was looking around in the city and I thought like everywhere I look it's some form of advertising it's some form of marketing like why can't somebody have a banner just says hi have a nice day (laughs) (laughs) everything like everything you look at it's just sold to you and it just became more and more competitive and they started like speeding down this path so I, I think that when they started advertising online i don't think they 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 had the intention of becoming this cruel (laughs) to people yeah you know started like listening into their private conversations and whatnot i don't think that was the end goal but it just becomes so much more competitive and Mm. somebody if there's just one evil genius sitting behind a laptop working for one of these massive companies, they know they're going to get a big bonus if they come up with like a new idea, a, a, a new algorithm. And so they just do yeah. it without really thinking about the, the, the aftermath. They don't think about how much it's going to affect someone, you know? So this is, this is the crazy thing about like progressive ideologies and things like this, because that is, you can't hit the brakes on this and nobody really knows where we're going, but we're just going. So it's, it's progress for the sake of progress. Yeah, it, it doesn't. It has no ethic. It has no morals. You know. You made a good point that this is something that happens on a very individual level most of the time, and everyone mm-hmm. seems to agree that when all of these social platforms first began, they had very different intentions. You know, they were mm-hmm. their objectives were much more human uh, focused centric so it wasn't about the advertising back then necessarily i mean you could argue that some platforms exist simply because of advertising and that's just their business objective but yes email for example gmail all of that stuff google facebook i guess they started out as very different ideas and then you know in on an individual level they change over time and things become warped and convoluted and the business plan changes and before you know it, like you said, it's just ultra competitive. How do you stay competitive with t- uh, TikTok? How do you stay competitive with Twitter and all of that stuff, right? Yeah. Um, and then the government gets involved. You know, we want, we want to, I mean, look, let's just, we're adults here. Like we're not babies. We know that these kinds of collaborations happen between big tech companies and the government we want your data and in return we're going to give you tax breaks in return we're going to give you um you know legislation that'll make it a lot easier for you to operate in return we're going to do all this and that for you as long as you maintain uh give us uh access to the data we'll be fine so i think it's unfortunate 
you know, how the system kind of guides everything down this narrow funnel of just corruption. Just, company yeah, but like, enough. I don't, I don't think they like, they see the end goal, you know, it's just progress for the sake of progress. And it, it, this, it, it, it's, um, I think it, it's highlighted in this book, Sapiens, so well, where the author, this Yuval Noah Harari, he, he talks about this mm-hmm. and he says on how like uh, prosthetics, for example, prosthetics is when like, when you want to attach a limb, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. prosthetics, right? Yes. Okay. And then, okay. Like so prosthetics the and yeah, yeah. And then prosthetics and then you take like a, a fa- facial surgery, right? So it was first that they first uh, started uh, coming up with all these types of medical procedures because of soldiers who went to war. Right. So they wanted to help these soldiers and they wanted to come up with ways that they could. They wanted to come up with ways where uh, these people uh, would be able to go back to their normal full state. Right. Whatever physical state. But. It's like, so So they come up with these limbs and these arms and these strong legs made of steel. And it's impossible to say, okay, now stop here. So we have fixed this problem. Now we have strong legs for the soldiers who lost their legs in war. Now you stop here. Like there is no breaks. So sooner or later, you're going to have people with perfectly working legs cutting it off and sticking steel legs so that they never get tired of running or something like this. Oh, and now we have cosmetic surgery. So it went from like facial surgery to cosmetic surgery where we are uh, shaping a perfectly normal face and we are trying to enhance what we already have. So it's no more to even fix an issue. It is to enhance what you already have. So th- there, is, there is no hitting the brakes on this. There is no hitting the brakes mm-hmm. on technology. As long as there is a market, as long as there is a global market, there is no hitting the brakes on this type of technology. Mm-hmm. And there's nobody to stop and say, okay, okay, hold on. This stuff is doing much more harm than good. Mm-hmm. No one's going to do that mm-hmm. unless people like you and me who are on, on IG screaming about these types of progressive ideologies. Yeah, and the backlash is crazy, you know? Well, I mean, how is it? Because you're very vocal about things. What what do you mean by the backlash is crazy? I mean, people are already like they message me saying very horrible things. You know, it's just that like I don't, I don't want to post about things like this on my IG because I don't want to discourage people from speaking up. But it's horrible. Like people would say things to me like, "Oh, you know, my, my younger sister is suicidal because of shit, like because of the shit that you say." And this is if she, if she kills herself, it's going to be on you, like things like this. And you know, like I read it and I scoff, but stuff like that still goes to the back of my head, you know. And I'm thinking like, "Oh, oh, shit, like crap, like this is is this real? It can't be real, right?" Do, do you mind and, me asking um, though, like, because just for the benefit of anyone who's listening, wondering, well, what does she mean? Like, wh- what kind of things do are we referring to here when they message you like that? I mean, what mm-hmm. kind of conversations? But I, I mean, I would just be criticizing like the body positivity movement or something like this, right? Just a simple example. Right. Or I would make fun of people, <laughs> not fun per se, but I disregard a lot of people who complain about anxiety. I don't think anxiety is a mental illness. 
I just think we all get anxiety given that the life that we live in this fast-paced world. Of course, all of us are going to suffer at one point in our lives from anxiety. And I don't think it's something that it, it's a serious issue. I don't think it's a severe problem. So I would say things like this. And um, it would be horrible. Like people would just think that I'm calling them um, incapable or weak. And uh, then, you know, so immediately they're on the offense, you uh, know? Yeah. Well, that, that's a pretty sweeping statement. I mean, I, you know, I listen to the things that you say and I can see the rationale behind them. You know, it's not like, cause I, like you might say something that would trigger me, but, or someone else might say something that would trigger me, but I, I would like to think that I, I can look at it from an objective pr perspective and say, you know, like, why would she say something like that? What's the point that she's trying to make? And, um, I suppose what you're saying is like, cause that is a very, controversial thing to say is that anxiety is you believe it is not a mental illness uh, because a lot of what happens around anxiety is about how to treat it um what what is your take on anxiety that's what i'm curious about how do you see it and do you have you experienced anxiety a lot like is that something that you yeah, I mean, of course. Mm. Um, it's like, I mean, to be to, to be really honest, right? I, I don't know how to say that. I, there is no there is no nice way to say it, but but I feel like um, so. There's this new thing where they say everybody has their own way of dealing with something. So everybody has their own uh, uh, capacity, right? Like a level of tolerance. And then it uh, differentiates, but but that has been the 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 universal truth because we are not equal, right? Some people are right. stronger, not just mentally but also physically, right? Some people are a bit smarter, some people are a bit dumber, you know, a bit dull, a bit slow, and then you get a bit smart, a bit intelligent, right? So this is this has always been um, the case. So we understand that there are different levels of tolerance when it comes to, uh, pain or a mental strain. And then, um, our, during our parents' time, right. They would, I feel like they used to look at people who set good examples of being able to, uh, tolerate a certain amount of mental strain, you know, or pressure or stress. And they would say, okay, wow, how would you, how did you do that? Like, uh, you know, and then these people will come up and say, okay, this is what I did. This is what I did. This is how you could come up if you are stuck in this rut. And we'd listen and then we'd try and apply that. And then maybe it would work for us. Maybe it won't. But the problem is like now we, we can't come on any big platform and say, oh, if you're having anxiety, maybe you should, you know, maybe go like go for a run, go for a jog. Don't overthink it. You know, take it easy. And you can't say things like this anymore because they're like, oh, it's a very serious mental illness, Melissa. Don't you understand? Like, you know, we have to be, has to be treated by a plethora of like prescriptions. But it's it, really. <laughs> who, who do you think saying really? that though? Like that, that, that is, I, I get it. Like I, I, I hear what you're saying and I can see it happening too. 
Who do you think is saying that though? Because it is it an influence that you think comes from like a bigger, a bigger, a greater power, like an influence, like with from from an institution that has a vested interest. Like for example, okay, look, I'm thinking about the medical industry here, the pharmaceutical industry. So, in the pharmaceutical industry. Your the parents' whole, industry, you mean? Yeah, in my parents. <laughs> so you're one of them. You're in one my of father's them. industry. <laughs> uh, in the industry that uh, that helped raise and feed me and shelter me, um, I want to I want to make the point that the 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 sole um, the sole purpose uh, of their business model is to sell more medication and treatment, right? And if you spend any amount of time thinking about that productively, you come to the conclusion that it's not in the best interest of the pharmaceutical industry to actually uh, solve and cure anything. Because if it does, it means there's no more money to be made. It's just a simple equation. It's like, okay, we've got a business. We make money from treating these diseases. So should we solve the diseases and cure them? Or should we make them even more profitable? And obviously, you're going to say make them more profitable because it's a business. And people, I guess, realize that to a certain degree. But I think there probably could be more done to make it clearer to people so that they don't take as much medication as they do. And I'm just asking, like, because I wanted to bring that up as a topic because it's like, it's just one of the many ailments of our society where the well-being of the people is put in the back seat behind profit and power, money and power. Money and power are the two, I think, biggest challenges that we face as a existentially as a, as a civilization. Money and power. If we can't figure out how to manage our money, our need for money and power, desire for money and power, if we can't figure out how to manage that, we're all fucked. Like, we are already all fucked. If if we don't do anything, we're going to be fucked pretty soon. But we need to fix that as soon as possible because it's really um, starting to manifest, in my opinion. It's really starting to manifest. As time goes on, I don't want to go on a ramble here, Like, but as time goes on, you can see the divide between the rich and the poor getting even greater. So the consolidation of wealth is just increasing and the poverty is increasing as a result. Uh, and that's not any mistake. That's just how this whole system works at the moment. So again, I mean, it's, it's, do, you, do you feel like that's because people genuinely believe that they are... Uh, incapable of handling these kinds of everyday uh, challenges or do you think it's because there is something happening in the background there that comes from like a bigger perhaps push um yeah i mean uh but the thing is like if you openly say something like this they're going to be like oh conspiracy conspiracy theory so it's just a conspiracy of some, some yeah. crap like this right yeah. so it's it's very difficult to to say something it is difficult. and stand by it's it, right? But to talk about it. Because how do you prove it, you know? So I think that's something that uh, they do, or I don't know who does it, but I know that social media is flooded with this. 
where they pull on people's heartstrings you know so it's like they know that collectively people will have good intentions right so if you see someone let's let's take this anxiety crap right um so if you see someone who's suffering from it and they say oh be kind be gentle be this be that uh, you know they need help they need professional help and if you're the oddball standing there saying hey you know take it on the chin just like you know brush it off you're going to be okay that's insensitive so they play so they, they 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 do this whole game where if if you if you are actually giving them better advice than the rest you are going to be seen as not being empathetic mm, you are going yeah. to be seen as the as as, as the bad guy yeah. you know so whoever who is doing this and i i don't really know whether it it it, it is something that is being handled by like a well bigger, you know like an illuminati or something i just want to interject but, here for just a second cuz we yeah. know right based on actual fact like this has happened and is the oldest trick in the book in my opinion anyway so the industry has a lot of false information and misleading articles and they are written by medical professionals and those mm-hmm. medical professionals have been found to be working in uh in, in within within the pharmaceutical industry you know they've been yeah. paid and and, and are, uh, sponsored by these pharmaceutical com- companies to go and create content and that content manages to find its way into the best publications at the top of the search results and that is a massive industry in itself it's like a it's like a shadow industry that um you know like you can't really uh, apply to have a job in the industry you have to be a medical professional and then you get approached one day uh, yeah. i would imagine right i mean i haven't been approached like that but so it's the oldest trick in the book though <laughs> oh, right they're never going to get approached for stuff we're like never, that we're never going to get approached maybe most probably going to be like nah screw you <laughs> it's not, not never going to happen <laughs> it's never going to happen we're we're, we're going to be silenced but uh yeah i think these conspiracy theories it's a very dangerous term to throw around like if you're yeah. going to say conspiracy theory do do you even know what it means like do you really know what you're saying because conspiracy theories are a real thing like they have come true and been proven many times so it's not like a conspiracy theory is something that just comes out of the mouth of a crazy person conspiracy yeah. theory is a group of people conspiring to do something probably malicious um so i think we really need to analyze a lot of the programming that we've had um and be a lot more co- uh, courageous in talking about stuff that maybe we can't prove right now but we're not afraid to bring it up because you know yeah. what if it is true well fuck we need to do something about it yeah and i mean this is so like i was watching this documentary talking about how like um they realized that like eating eating food that were rich in fat was not as harmful to you as much as eating food that were rich in like sugar right that had a high sugar content and on how they had to keep that discovery from reaching the newspapers at the time because they didn't want people to stop consuming sugar so they said oh no fat is bad eating fat is bad but having sugar is okay so now you see that in this body positivity movement right so if like demi lovato she went to some i don't know she went to some restaurant and it said like sugar free 
uh, choices and stuff like this. And she, and she threw a bitch fit and she thought it was offensive and it's, it's, it's getting there. So it's like, if, if, if I am online and I'm talking about like fitness and stuff like this, and I'm like, you know, you really shouldn't be overweight. It's bad for you. Or oh, suddenly it becomes offensive. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and it's, yeah. it, so it, it's the same thing. It's like, so, so, so they use this, they use empathy. So they use like this whole kindness crap, right? So they'll be like, Oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't ask this person. They must be suffering from something. Yeah. They're suffering from gluttony from like, from greed. They need to stop. Oh, you think, you think I don't want to sit here and eat like 12 donuts. Really? I'd love to, but it's not good for you. I feel like like that's one of the major reasons why the individualist movement of just doing whatever you want, whenever you want, no matter what the consequences, because you have rights as an individual, right? Like you're, you should be able to do whatever you want, whenever you want, I guess, as long as it's within the constraints of the law. But I feel like that's one of the reasons why this is pushing so hard is because what it actually does is it gives people an excuse to divide and to not be part of the community and to not play by the same rules as everyone else and to be, I guess, weakened. You know, look, you just mentioned something that essentially what you're saying is if you get away with everything that you want to, you're going to be a pretty weak individual because you won't have the character, you won't have the inner strength and the discipline and the, you know, to be able to weather the hard times. This is an issue that we're facing right now, in my opinion. And I look, I empathize with so many people who are listening to this, who are going through hard times and who maybe have had issues changing their habits or dealing with their anxiety or all of this stuff. And that's why we produce so much content around it is because we're trying to help. But I think ultimately at the at the end of the day, when you really look into it, save for the you know few instances where this could be like chemical or genetic or something along those lines, something scientific, I feel like society, all right, and the cultures within it are moving in a more individualistic direction, and we're losing our community. And we talked about this the other day, right? We're losing our sense of community. And what happens when you lose your sense of community is you don't play by the same rules anymore. You go out and you do whatever you want. And it doesn't benefit everyone around you, which could be a selfless, it could be a, you could look at that and say, well, what about me? And I'm like, okay, look, fine. I get it. Like, you know, you have your own life. You want to do your own things and no one should take that away from you. But just bear in mind, just remember, we're in this together. We're all in this together. Everyone's different. Everyone has their own opinion. It might not always agree, they might not always agree with you, but that's good because now we get to see each other eye to eye and we get to play with ideas and we get to find something that benefits everyone. So I'm just saying, I feel like that's why there's a big push for individualism at the moment. Partly because it really divides people. It divides people so they can't unite. And when people can't unite, they're weak. They're just weak. There's no question about it. Yeah. But I think that there there, there is a... um, I agree. But I think like... (laughs) But I think like... um, 
60%, right? The 40% is it the problem starts where before if we had a community and we had a person who doesn't really share the community values, right? They would alienate themselves and then, you know, excommunicated or whatever, you know, back in the day. So you're not with us, then you're not really part of us, right? Okay, fine. You can go do whatever you want. It's not going to bother us. It's not going to bother our children. And, you know, we carry on, right? But the problem now is that people alienate themselves because they think that they have this amazing mentality and they've figured everything out and we should just be able to do whatever the hell we want and not be held accountable for anything. And they demand that you agree with them. And this is what is problematic. So we have people who break away from tradition and culture and it's all good and dandy. But when they come back and they say, no, you better, you better find me right. Right. You, 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 you better find that I, I am perfect and my, you know, 200 pound body is, is the new norm, is the new normal. Uh, all of this crap, whatever that they want to do, like just have like multiple sexual partners, be promiscuous. No, like all girls getting on OnlyFans and things like that. Like you still have to find what I do correct. And if you don't, then you are wrong. Then you are unkind. You are unkind. You are cruel, right? So then everybody else who is in the community comes together and says, oh, wait, you're... They should be allowed to do whatever the hell they want to do, and you are wrong for ever pointing anything out. Well, that's so. This is when the problem starts. Yeah. So it's like it's like. Okay, fine then. Remove the phone. No, I mean, but I I I just want to say that because I I actually really I really think that that's correct. That's that's actually what's happened. See see how difficult it is to get along with people. You see how difficult it is to get along with people who always want to be right. Like, there's no way. And it's it's like look like I'm not I'm not saying that you don't you have the right to do what you want but please don't demand from me to buy into your delusion because right. I wouldn't yep. I can still be kind to you I can still say oh you know what maybe you're a little bit of a freak of nature it's okay what what the hell I have so many friends who are creeps like come on I I'm the biggest idiot right like I'm not saying I'm I'm not saying I'm perfect I never <laughs> said that but it's just like. Like, I, I still don't, like, demand from my friends that, oh, you have to think that what I say, the way I behave is the correct way to behave. And that's what I can't stand about, like, transgender people, what, what I can't stand about, like, uh, 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 homosexual people, because this is gay people, because this is the problem. It's like, I don't have a problem if you're gay. It's fine with me. But don't ask me to align my morals with yours. Why can't I have my own morals and my own ethics and you have yours and I don't have a problem with it? Stop demanding for me to agree with you. I don't demand you to agree with me. You know, mm-hmm. so this is this 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 you, is the you could say the same thing about religion as well, right? I mean it doesn't have to be yeah. just transgenders or, or gay or anything like that. It's it's the concept of having a set of beliefs and forcing them on other people. And 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 I don't believe that that's right i don't think that that's right i think it's definitely fine to have a set of beliefs um, of i've got nothing against it but i do think that pushing it into a, like you know school curriculums and things like that uh is to a certain degree i think it's okay but i feel like if it's done as a form of political correctness then that's definitely already starting to get into uh dangerous waters 
because you're acting in the interests of self-preservation. Do you know what I'm trying to say? You're doing something because you're frightened you're going to lose your job or you're frightened you're going to lose yeah. your clients or you're frightened you're going to lose your students or your advisor, uh, advertisers, correct? This is the kind of world that we Just live in. Boils where, my blood. <laughs> where if there is a social movement, the first people to jump on it are the politicians and the corporations. The politicians and the corporations, they want the votes and they want the customers, right? And that's all that's important to them. So when you see Nike standing behind Black Lives Matter, there may be a, like a large amount of people, a lot of people within the organization that really do stand behind Black Lives Matter and everything that it's supposed to represent. But as ultimately, I believe, because I, I would like to think I'm not naive, I believe that it is because when you get the support of those people, you will get their custom as well. So this is one of the issues that we face is, is, is we're seeing a lot of these movements and a lot of these, uh, um, a, lot of, a lot of this political correctedness kind of intensify and become stronger when I don't even know if it was ever going to be that strong just organically anyway. It was just because it was yeah. amplified by all of the wrong reasons. The, exactly and this is exact this is what i said even in one of my videos i said please like don't even for a second think that these brands are trying to be your friend or they're trying to you know they're trying to help you or whatever they're trying to make you feel good no they all have like an agenda i i think i was 17 or something when i uh found this bunch of pictures on uh, online and um you know so when we first discovered the internet we would like download pictures right i have a feeling so, your story is going to be distinctly different from mine when i was 17 and i found the internet My okay, pictures, right. pictures i found <laughs> online <I'm> no. <laughs> at 17 you were you were playing with sticks and stones right <laughs> <laughs> learning how to make a fire and stuff i was playing with my sticks and stones that's for sure okay, so, good lord <laughs> <laughs> Okay, but you, you, when you were 17, what happened? <laughs> so I um, found this bunch of pictures, so I click download. And then uh, the, 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 the title was uh, Things I Wish people told, people told Me When I Was Young. Something like this, right? And I found this bunch of pictures. And one of the pictures was of how... Um, one said, um, you just may not conquer all your fears. You'll just end up learning to live with them, right? So it's like you have like phobias and things like that. So as kids, we, we think like, when am I going to get rid of this? Like, you know, I have to go to some therapy. I do something. And then the, this this picture basically said like, you know, it, 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 it had a little girl sitting in a dark room, sitting with like this monster. And she's like holding a plate of cookies. And she's like, do you want a cookie? So it's like... You know, you're gonna you're gonna learn to live with your fears, right? And nice. the, another uh, another picture said um, of this guy standing um, on uh, standing near, like at the at the uh, at the edge of a building, and um, the Nike <laughs> Nike was like on a, a helicopter or something with a big banner and it said, uh, "Just do it," <laughs> right? And he's looking down, right? <laughs> <laughs> And the, the 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 caption for it was "No brand is your friend." Oh my god! And it okay. stuck with me for life. Wow! You know, 
And yeah, when I see like these people, they're like, oh, Disney is going to have a black little mermaid. I said, so bloody what? Why does little mermaid have to be black? She's white girl, <laughs> right? So, I'm so laughing because so, I see the ridiculousness in everything that you're like, oh, applaud highlighting. Disney right? and do this. And I'm like, do you think Disney gives a shit about the black community? Yeah, that's what I'm laughing at. I'm laughing at Really? You, 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 know, you, you think they give a fuck that they don't give a shit about you, man? They just why do you think money. people, why do you think some <laughs> of us have such a hard time grasping this concept, though? Because I have no bloody clue right and people would have all these theories they'll be like oh it's okay business doing it for money marisa it's still representation but it's like okay but representation for what she's a she's a white mermaid with red hair and then we have princess and the frog which is a black princess and then it's it's a, a, a black woman would play that role imagine imagine if they go and put a white person or a brown woman in, in in the in the black person's role, it happens all the time. It, it happens all the time. It's it's called whitewashing. You know, have you ever heard of that? It's like Hollywood have had a history, and this is I'm going off on a tangent here, but I just it's interesting. I, Hollywood have have a history of whitewashing characters. So let's say there's a popular book about this Egyptian. Uh, queen. Okay, right? I, I know and, where you're going, and they would yes. cast. They would cast this act. Uh, 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 they would uh, cast uh, like Kate Blanchett, right? As yeah, the but Egyptian. But but do you really think, in order to put this right, we should force the complete opposite? Well, no, so we I, I, I don't, and I don't think put black people in it. Really, no, do you think I that's going to solve the problem? The, this is this is always an issue that you know because I'm half I'm half British. Uh, there's no, there's no way to get out of that. I'm half white. I'm half Chinese. Um, at least I'm not fully, fully British, I'm which is good. <laughs> oh, I'm half He's Chinese. He's half Chinese. <laughs> uh, is she Chinese? Yeah, she's half. No, she's she's Thai, Cambodian, and Chinese. Oh, nice, good mix. Um, but this is always one of the issues. When we talk about, when white people talk about this, it is quite difficult because, you know, the, the argument is, well, how would you know what it's like to have lived with dark skin all this time? And I don't. I don't know what it's like. But I do believe that we can't fix the problem by flipping the coin upside down and doing the opposite because it just Thank never you. works. It never works. It um, never worked and it never will. Eye for an eye makes the whole world blind. You've got a lot of people who are in the public eye who who have that opinion too and they have they are the people of the minorities. Like Chris Rock has a very strong opinion about victimization of black people in the United States and how it's a real problem and it's stopping the progression of black people in general in the United States from actually going out there and, and accepting these opportunities and getting out of the situations that they're in, you know, socioeconomically, because they have dr fallen into the trap of believing that they are victimized, whether that's a narrative that's pushed on them or not, and I think it might be. But he is one of the examples of the people that are maybe operating from a different perspective. They've broken out of that paradigm and now they're enjoying life and they're able to, to say how it is from the other side. And 
I appreciate that. I, I see that for what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a real, it's a real thing. It's not like this is a made up, oh, there's a guy somewhere who's black and he's talking about how maybe, you know, maybe there's a victimization mentality happening. It's a real person. You can see them talking and I feel like as a white person, yeah, it's really difficult to talk about these particular subjects, but to get to the point, I agree with you. Not never a good idea. And you know, the, the ad age is an eye for an eye is like not the way to go about it. All right. That's a really bad yeah. way to say it, but yeah, and it's, it's not like, the right way. So if, if Disney says, oh, we don't have enough black princesses, we don't have enough brown this, we don't have enough, you know, Chinese this or something. Okay, so then just make more make more movies about them. Well, How look, you talked for, about this for, recently for with the Olympics. You talked about this with the Olympics recently, and I was laughing at your posts, and I'm half Chinese, so let's talk about this. We can't always be looking for a... Uh, uh, an excuse to make actual individual and team success about race. So yeah. when someone comments, oh, it's another Asian woman um, who's like gotten a gold medal, congratulations to the Asian women <laughs> in the Asian community. It's like, yeah. I got, uh, I got, no. I got blocked by that page, by the way. It's got like a million followers. Did you? But they went to the extent of just blocking me. <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah. So what were you saying? So that people can understand what we're talking about. What were you um, commenting so on? So there was this, uh, the Japanese skateboard um, who is like, I don't know, she's very young. She's like 13 or something. And she's the youngest person to win a medal in the Olympics. And um, so the, this page uh, posted uh, a, a number of uh, screenshots of tweets that people were sharing. And... Uh, 90% of the tweets were like maybe like from Americans, Europeans, and then Asians who said, Oh my God, check this Asian girl, Asian girl magic. Watch Asia rise. What the, why? Hmm. Like I'm Asian. I'm not happy that some, some okay. I'm, I'm not happy about some Japanese person winning. What the hell you think? I give a shit. Why do you have to make it about race? Because I don't care. And you're excluding me from this topic because you shouldn't have not brought up race in the first place. Olympics is, Olympics is not about race, right? Mm -hmm. It's about countries, mm -hmm. right? And then the main argument was, oh, you know, we have been uh, oppressed and suppressed and all this crap. Asian people have been suppressed for so long. Okay, the, the, the white... So Because my argument was like, if, if a white person... Like you, for example, says like, okay, so they were saying, okay, so if, 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 Fr if France won a medal, they'll say, yeah, go French people. No, that is, that is not, that is not what you're saying in reverse, right? If you, if, 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 if that's exactly what you were meaning, then you would say go Japanese girl, right? You wouldn't say go Asian girl. So if France won, then like the Caucasians and the Europeans should say, go white men. <laughs> right? mm -hmm. And all mm -hmm. of you would have your panties in a twist about it, right? Because it doesn't work in reverse. Why? Because a white man is a suppressor. He's the oppressor. Okay. He's the racist. Right. So no no country in Asia colonized any other country. So you're saying, I'm just talking about Sri Lanka alone, right? We're a 30-year civil war. The Sinhalese against the Tamils. And you're saying there is no racism involved. They were fighting each other purely based on race. So how can you say that Asians are not racist towards their, towards their own Asians? 
It was mm-hmm. their own kind. So it's 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 such bullshit that they, they paint the white the, the 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 white people as as the enemy and we are always the victim. No, I That's didn't think about That's what I was saying and earlier. There are I so think. many white people around me. Yeah. What what the hell? No, I do better than white people. <laughs> and you know, they I look heard... at me and think, you know, what the hell? <laughs> I don't, I, I don't feel suppressed true. at all. Right, but you, you don't feel suppressed at all. You are uh, Sri Lankan, right? So you are um, not white, and you are actually making the argument that there is a victimization happening. Correct? Yes. Right, and it keeps things. It keeps things going. It keeps this whole war going between the races. It keeps division. It keeps people from uniting. Now, I remember a study that was done. Well, it wasn't a study, more more than it was a, a report. And the report said that, um, God, I wish I can find that. I hope I can find this after the show so I can cite it. But apparently, there were many artificial accounts, robots, let's say, right, on social media, mm. just fake accounts. Apparently, mm. there were hundreds of thousands of fake accounts, and they still are on Facebook. I mean, it's a big problem. They're having trouble finding a way to deal with that because it's so, mm. it's such a, a difficult problem to address. And mm, these mm, fake mm. accounts are, basically they post, they join groups and they post the same information or similar information, information that's designed to flood the platform with a mm. certain narrative so mm. if it was the black lives matter movement right mm. let's just say if you were a malicious individual or a group and you mm. wanted to spark or incite rage with these with this group and maybe even push them towards a political ideology you could use these hundreds of thousands of robots and you could post in the groups that these people are a part of and you could start to sway and push their uh, ideology slightly or at least their uh, interests and that is how it works these days i don't think if you haven't seen the social dilemma watch it you'll start to see what it means for the to to actually i've, use I've, I've watched it yeah. Mm, yeah. I mean, in general, if anyone's listening to this and they don't know what I'm talking about, that's a really good place to start because it gives you a blueprint for what social media is actually doing to our brains and how it can be manipulated by malicious intent. And yeah. so when the social movements like that happen, and I'm sure it probably happened with the LGBTQ and all of that stuff and the QAnon and everything, look, whatever these, in these uh, groups that are trying to divide us want, right? They will jump on anything to keep us divided. They will, f- yeah. they will spark and uh, they will exactly. anything, right? Yes, yes, yes. And this is this is the same thing with like they're saying, okay, so there is there is a rise in Asian hate crime, right? And we saw like so many examples of it, but it's like we. We can all collectively agree that we it's it's wrong to do that. It, it is it is wrong to be a racist, right? 
but of course the, and no one, no one's arguing that point i think yeah, just to no, clarify no, no. just to bring it back to center a little bit before you go no, on no. we aren't uh saying that uh racism is okay we're not saying that at all what we're saying is there's something happening that people need to be aware of that's stopping yeah. racism from actually being resolved in the first place so what what happens is like as you were saying about like these fake accounts and whatnot pushing a certain narrative what happens is, um, so we see a rise in ha Asian hate crime. My, my as usual, my argument, okay, is, um, so if an Asian person is hurt based on their race, right, are you saying that it is wrong that they are hurt or... Is it wrong that they're hurt because they're Asian, right? And it's it's um, it's a very tiny little difference, and I don't think a lot of people would understand it. I'm sorry to say, right? But the minute you say it's Asian hate crime, and then you bolster up that idea, and they share it everywhere, and they say Asian hate crime, Asian hate crime. Don't be a racist. Don't be a racist. And we are here sitting thinking, oh my God, like I would never hurt an Asian person, but they keep telling me not to be a racist. Am I racist? No, I don't think any any person should be hurt because of their race, right? Mm -hmm. But they but they take like this this one example and they'll put it all together and they'll say, oh, you shouldn't hurt someone uh, based on their race. And then that becomes like the topic. So then everybody's mm -hmm. fighting on race mm -hmm. but we as a we as a human species have all come together to condemn violence and like grievous bodily harm or harassment and all this stuff we all think it's bad but we think it's bad if you do it to anyone irrelevant of color mm -hmm. irrelevant of 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 their of their relig religious background irrelevant of their social standing we don't care what color you are if you are harassed it's wrong to do but when you say, oh, it's it's only Asian people who are going through it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. If we are able to somehow just say, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the fact that we're different skin colors. This is not a problem to me. Like I didn't even, it didn't even cross my mind. Somehow we need to get back to the point where it's not even an issue anymore. Um, because the more, the more we promote the differences between us, like with these Asian Olympics or the Black Lives Matter movement, it's like it's just reinforcing the whole thing over and over and over again. And, yeah, and, uh, and if you say one thing against it, it's like, then you're the racist, okay. Exactly. Got it. <laughs> but you're not racist for screaming about Asian Olympics and you're, you're, not, you're not racist for, for you know, uh, uh, trying to assert the, the number of times that Asian people have won, right? That's not racist, right? No, I am the racist for pointing it out. Sure, thank you very much. And You've you know, been on honestly, a Clubhouse, right? Sorry? You've tried Clubhouse, right? You've been on Clubhouse, what? the app. No. Oh, right. So there's an app called Clubhouse, and it's basically a place where you've got these rooms. There, It's all audio only, so there's no video. And you join a room on a certain topic, and you can listen to people talk 
on the stage there's a stage and there's all these like avatars of people and you can be invited to talk or you can put your hand up and you can go and talk and and so a clubhouse was really amazing at the beginning there was so many different uh, subjects and topics that people were creating rooms for and then over time it became just kind of like a watered down version of what it used to be and there's a lot of there's a lot of communities on there that talk about racism. Like I got invited to be part of an Asian community to talk about how there's a lot of Asian hate crime and things. And I, and I tried it. I tried to, to, to join in a couple of times, but it was so difficult for me to accept a lot of the things that they were saying in there because it was almost like they were trying to, even if it wasn't a conscious thing, they were just prolonging this problem or if not even making it worse by creating an even greater divide because when you when you and yeah. i don't want to i don't want to hammer when on you them. when you don't when you don't isolate an incident and then you just when you don't isolate like one incident from another and they just make it like a, a it, it's all the people in the world who are racist against asian people like what are you saying mm, it's not yeah. true and that's why it's so hard to to talk about it Exactly. Um, but I think we tried, we tried our best <laughs> and hopefully it's like <laughs> something that when I publish this, it's not going to destroy my entire online presence. <laughs> Can you imagine if I publish this? I'm like, Hey everybody, new episode out. And then I'm just like canceled the next day. <laughs> oh, I've got canceled. I, I don't think I've got canceled per se because there are still like a lot of people, a lot of people who, who, who do like, um, support me to a certain extent mm -hmm. but I feel so hated I really do I feel it and um, yeah. I mean it's okay but but like whatever like I can deal with it it's not it's nothing new for me to be hated by people to feel that hate you know, mm, but do, do you feel like you thrive with that? Because I feel like you might feel like you thrive <laughs> with that. Like I get that kind of vibe from you, like a kind of like a fuck you vibe, kind of like I, <laughs> I don't care what you think. No, no, really, really, no. Because I, I feel like, well, when I first came, when I first like started gaining a lot of followers on IG and I went viral, I had so much support from people, and I was like, wow, for once, everyone likes me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? like for once <laughs> and um i loved it and i didn't i didn't want to say anything even though i saw this type of um a lot of western um ideas social like social uh, uh, social justice movements and gender politics uh tapping into the sri lankan mindset i i supported it for a bit yeah because i just wanted to be included i'm like oh <laughs> please <laughs> don't forget me i support this and then i thought you know really well what am i doing you know mm -hmm. how old are you just uh sorry i don't um, mean that 27 so 27, 27 right yeah so you're really young and what do you am think I? It is yeah, I'm 38. I was, I was having, I was having a heart attack on the day of my birthday, or the days leading up to my birthday, because I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna be one of those old maids who never gets married. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I can't see that happening. Like, no way. 
no way <laughs> but but we always think that we always think oh my god i'm getting older and like you know what have i done with my life that's always it's a good thing too oh, it's like right, a good right. thing to look back retrospectively but my question was like so you're so you're much more conservative than i would say the average 27 year old female today and so what mm -hmm. do you think has been the major reason why you've been able to have that um, perspective, whereas maybe a lot of the people around you don't? To be really honest, I really did not have this mindset before. You know, I had like, I, when I first started building my IG, I would post like very provocative uh, content. You know, so I'd be like in a bikini and I'd be posting like this and doing this and doing this, whatever, whatever that would get me uh, more followers. And the one that uh, got me to follow more, you, yeah. Mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fell, fell in the trap. Yeah, I know. I put my hand up. Sorry. But <laughs> I, I, would, I would do this right because i knew that this is what this is what would make people like me and i thought to myself why can't i do what i want to do you know but, but i should be able to live my life and the and uh, you know this this sri lankan culture is suppressing women it is right but i met this one gentleman um he was a lawyer in sri lanka and i and he told me once i melissa let's go out for coffee sometime and i said okay and he took me out for coffee and, you know, I was, I think, uh, 19 or something. And obviously I had everything figured out by 19. Okay. <laughs> I, was, I was at the ripe age of 19. And then he told me and he said, I understand what you're trying to do. You're trying to break a certain stigma and you're trying to, you know, like power through this. But um, you're not necessarily doing it the right way, you know. So just because you post like in your bikini or something, do you think that you, you're going to make it easier for the women living in Sri Lanka? Do you really think that uh, this is the way to go? Well, well what that, were you trying to do? Like, what was he referring I was, to? I was just trying to get attention, you know, at the time. And, but people were seeing me as these young girls were seeing me as this uh, pillar of freedom. Oh, yeah. I see. Right. So you were like a role model to people. Yeah, like a role model, like a fitness chick who was posting in like a sports bra and tiny little shorts, right? And like uh, posing with like my back open and like, you know, no bra or anything. And this was like, nobody has seen that in Sri Lanka. In, in Sri Lanka, know? that doesn't happen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I was also um, going to, um, I was also at a private university. I was enrolled in a private university studying for my law degree at the time. So it was very controversial. So people were like, oh, okay, so she can have an education. She could be like educated, but she could also behave like this. So this is like the new age, modern, modernized woman. And somebody wrote an article about me in uh, in a very popular Sinhalese newspaper and it went viral. So that's that's how I gained a lot of fame in Sri Lanka. But the older I get, right, <laughs> the more I think about, like, okay, I challenged tradition and culture in Sri Lanka for my own gain. You know, so I could say, no, 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 I was trying to make a pave a, pave a path for freedom. No, 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 no. I wanted more attention and I wanted more power. I wanted more people to follow me and listen to me on my, on my Instagram, right? And I don't shy away from it because that's exactly what I do right now, 
right? So it's not that I stop posting pictures in bikinis. It's not that I stop post posting like. I was gonna um, say like you're one of the most like, attention seeking people I know. It's like, <laughs> it's like, but I know that I'm doing I'm doing this because it is just my personality and it's who I am. So you could you could say whatever you want, right? But it's it's more like just being open about it. So it's like I am very open to people criticizing me. I'm okay with people criticizing me because you criticize I yourself am, as well. Yes, but but I'm also trying. I'm I'm disrespecting the existing culture and the social dynamics in Sri Lanka. So obviously there's going to be a backlash, and it's okay. I don't demand from people that they agree with me everywhere I go. Mm-hmm. And this is why it's it, it's 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 problematic when I see people. Who, who do certain things and they're just like, oh, but you should not say one thing against me. Huh? What the hell? You know? Because when all of this, like, when in Sri, in Sri Lanka, when, like, my, uh, when I went viral, I didn't even once fight back. I didn't say anything towards the people who were who were slandering me and defaming me. Because I knew in my mind, I knew what I did. I knew exactly what I did. So I don't demand from these people who have been living their entire lives in Sri Lanka, not knowing so much about the feats that women were making outside of the island. And I was not demanding for them to agree with me. And that's just something that, that I don't like. I don't like what I what, 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 what I see on Instagram because it, it annoys me. Because it's like, yeah. why, are you, why are you demanding? I agree with you, you know? Yeah. It's like uh, I, I, don't, I, I don't have to, and and that is how I that is how I got more and more um, inclined towards the conservative um, movement because I was listening to these ideologies where they were just like well, we don't we don't hate anyone, but we're just trying to be logical about this, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. if you if 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 you are overweight, right, and you post a picture on IG. And you say like, I'm just doing this for me. If you're doing it just for you, then you can take a picture and look at it, look at it yourself, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're posting this, and you're and you're out there, and you're going to, uh, you're 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 asking for acceptance. Just be honest about it. Like I do it all the time. Of course, I post like this. I want to look attractive. I'm trying to attract a suitable mate for myself. Oh, I have no problem with saying that. Because that's mm-hmm. honestly what I'm doing, and I don't yeah. think it's it's shameful to do it. Uh huh. Yeah, you you know, there's so many things that I want to talk about with with regards to the points you made, but I'll start with the one about the uh, you know having being comfortable with knowing that there are people who are always going to disagree with you, and uh, you're in a situation where you probably get a lot more disagreement than the regular average person just because of your audience, you know, and where they come from and their values and their culture and their history. So that's probably a really good practice to get, you get competent at handling that criticism, right? So you've probably got a lot of good practice there. (laughs) Um, But, you know, if you want to make an omelet, you've got to break some eggs is one of the sayings. You know, you've, you've got you've to gotta be willing to um, put yourself out there and be vulnerable, which is what this entire conversation really is. It's, it's something I decided to do because I felt like there was, a ne- there was a need to have these 
kinds of discussions about topics that are basically taboo or they're very sensitive and it's difficult to I mean, not all of the conversations that I have in this series are going to be about social movements or racism or whatever, but I feel like it's also a practice for me. It's This is my way of practicing putting my thoughts on paper, so to speak, and then having other people peer review it and say, I don't agree with you, or I agree with you, or right, I'm expecting a lot of disagreement, um, but I'm okay with that, and I think everyone should be okay with disagreement. That is a healthy society, a healthy society. I was listening to um, uh, Russell Brand talk to Brian Cox, who's a really, if you don't know him, he's a really fascinating, uh, smart scientist from the United Kingdom, uh, physicist. And, you know, but he, he's, he's got a really good head on him. So they were talking about just discourse in general and how he, he made the point that y- y- the, the time that we need to be worried about our society is when there's no disagreement. Because that means that we're not actively pursuing what we actually truly want. We're not acting in we're not we're not in individuals anymore. We're not um, we don't we don't express ourselves. We don't feel like we have a freedom to do so. Like look at North Korea. That's a good example. North Korea, you do not disagree in North Korea because if you do you're going to get your head chopped off and your family's going to get killed so um, think about it like that like if we don't have disagreement we're fucked the, 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 the best thing we can do is to have disagreement but in a non-violent way in a way that we can actually work things out and talk about them and be open-minded enough to like maybe see it from a different perspective um, so that yeah. was a really, really cool point that he made. And it, and it made me realize like, yeah, I definitely need to keep doing these shows, these episodes. So that was the first point that I wanted to make. There was another point there that, um, you know, uh, it's actually, I've lost my fucking train of thought now, so, <laughs> but there was a lot of stuff that you said <laughs> that I just genuinely agree with. <laughs> okay. You're the one that's drinking. <laughs> but there's a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that you're saying and, and, and I, I am, I am very, uh, I'm very fortunate in the sense that I get to have these views and I get to communicate them. Um, I, I don't want to ever take that for granted or pretend that I'm not privileged. But um, yeah, because like if you like think about it like this, like if you come from um, like I'm. I'm not in a community that is uh, like ostracized or or looked down on. I don't have a vested interest in maintaining the status quo. So the fact that I can actually st- sit here and talk about these things and not feel too threatened by it is is a real privilege. Um, so I like to give a platform to people where they can actually communicate that too and share it and in the hope that people who are listening are going to maybe even just a little bit see a shift in their paradigm, maybe even a little bit just start to question some of the motives that, you know, have fueled the way they think and their decisions. Um, And that's really all that is, you know, just to kind of riff on the meaning behind this whole series of conversations. It's like a platform where maybe if you're a little bit open-minded, you can perhaps learn a different way of seeing something and it would change your life and the lives of the people around you. Yeah. But just don't... Cool. 
<laughs> you know something's like what? <laughs> yeah, like, no, but so, yeah. Hmm. Yep. I just don't think that irrelevant to the background that you come from. I just don't think that anybody's opinion like it's like oh you haven't gone through it so you don't really know. I hate that argument. Really yeah. I do. It's it's just so wrong on so many levels. Like, like invalidating someone because they don't have yeah. the same direct experience. Yeah, so it's like, oh, you can't really talk about it. And yes, I am privileged, so I don't really know. I can't really talk about this. Mm. No, I really don't agree because I, I feel like well, when I was in Sri Lanka, um, where I lived most of my life up until I was around uh, 11, 10, um, quite very comfortable life like my father was doing very well and then my my father lost his job and he never really went back to work and so I was moving around in a certain social circle where all the kids parents were rich right they had money and then all of a sudden like I felt like I couldn't keep up because, like, my father would be like, oh, you can't take a taxi there today. You're just going to have to take the bus. So I can't dress a certain way. And I, I, I can't go to the movies and buy, buy a movie ticket because I, I can't ask my father for that money. So I saw that decline, you know, and I had to then start moving around with people who were more on my page. But I never lost the relationships that I had with the people before. So I feel like, you know, I, I, I saw both sides of, the, uh, of the coin of the story and I just don't I hear when people tell me things like oh you know but you're so privileged and you're this and you're that like what do you think that anything that I've got was handed to me like they hate it because if I say that in Sri Lanka they hated me because I said that no like my parents couldn't pay for my private education and I had to find money for it myself and I found it because I spoke English very well and I was able to get um, hired by a company that needed very fluent English speakers. And that's what afforded me this opportunity. And they hated, they hated to hear me say that because I was apparently disregarding everybody else. They're like, oh, because you're privileged, because you're this or you're that. And it's like, no, but I've been there. You know, I have been through some sticky situations just because I don't come here and I don't openly say what, what my experiences have been doesn't mean that I don't have a voice here. And one of the reasons as to why I don't like saying that is because if I say, if I do start narrating all of my experiences that would relate to the topic that we are discussing, then my argument collapses on itself. Then I will start excluding everybody who has not been, who has not experienced anything about this topic to shut them yeah. up. Like, where do you so do I don't talk line, about it. Yeah, but I have mm -hmm. learned from very similar experiences, and that's why I have very strong opinions about these things. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah, no, that does make yeah. sense. And that's why I said, so like, where do you draw the, draw the line? Because you, you could yeah. go on forever. You could say that any point you're trying to make, you can't understand because you haven't had the same experiences as me. So that's a fair yeah, point. So I, I, don't, I don't care if it's like a rich kid who's sitting and doing like whatever he wants and he, he has something to say. Let him say it, damn it. Don't disregard him just because... He hasn't been, it's not his fault he wasn't poor 
<laughs> it's not his fault that he didn't have what you had or i mean he he had what you didn't have for that matter do you not feel like today there's a there's maybe like you do you not feel like today common sense used to be something that we referred to as there was no easy way to define it right it could take form in many different ways but common sense was generally agreed to be something very desirable and helpful and so in a situation where there was no rule existing that would help you navigate that you could use common sense and it would just get you through and it would be fine but mm-hmm. do you not feel like i feel like today at least in a social climate common sense is not something that we ever talk about anymore because you have to define it you have to be incredibly concise and clear and um before you talk about anything or before you address anyone uh and so what happens is i think we've and i don't know what the solution to this is and i'm not even sure exactly what the point i'm trying to make is but i feel like we have slowed down the ability to just get things done because we're all being caught we're catching our tails trying to figure out how to say things or do things so that it doesn't upset someone else or hurt someone else or uh right there's no more common sense anymore there's no more like oh well i did it because it was the right thing to do it's more like i did it because of this 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 and this and i was very aware of this and i had to make sure of this so that's why i did that and it's like wow mm-hmm. okay yeah i don't think we have ever had to be so clear in the history of mankind yeah so all your actions have to be justified, justified and whatever justifications yeah. that you do present have to be in line with whatever the popular belief is A on narrative. social media. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The narrative. Yes. So so That's you can't say oh and I I I said this on my IG when I made the video about transgender people like this this man who was trying to breastfeed a baby and i said like you you could have all the education in the world but you can't throw a book at me and tell me to forget my common sense it's not going to happen mm-hmm. okay that Which that's exactly like, a great example of what i'm trying uh, to say freaking um they were called neanderthal and shit like this and like you're disruptive this is almost criminal woo <laughs> okay <laughs> mhm and, and and what i was trying to say earlier when i was like why do you think people haven't figured out yet you know that corporations aren't you know in their best interests and i think the answer is when you are deficient in praise when you feel like you need validation and someone anyone is willing to give you that validation and that praise you'll take it it doesn't matter who they look like where they're from what their ideologies are you're going to take it because it makes you feel good so i i guess what i what i'm seeing is maybe there's just a huge deficit of of people feeling like they're accepted of people feeling like they're part of something oh my god this is starting to make so much sense to me now maybe the push for individualism is actually causing people to feel like they're less part of something and as a result of that it's manifesting in these ways of just holding on for dear life to these 
crazy ideologies and these crazy ways of building their identity that they're going to fight tooth and nail over stuff like a man sticking his nipple into the mouth of a baby and they're going to say how dare you like dismantle this entire way that i've built for myself now to feel yeah, validation um, and feel like i'm part of a group finally fucking finally i'm part of a community don't you yeah. fucking dare do that when in actual fact yeah. like maybe the real reason that they feel like they're not part of a community is because we've been dismantling it's probably some probably some other reason i don't know maybe they didn't have enough friends to have lunch with the schoolyard i don't know but uh, yeah I, i understand i'm pretty sure there's some larger issue yeah well could be but uh, i mean yeah, yeah like like and you, and you can't say like oh my god like and i feel like oh that there's just so many people like who i know personally who take a massive issue with me because of this video that i posted and i just i refuse to take it down And like oh if you're my friend breastfeeding yeah and i feel like okay I'm, maybe this is a little bit controversial to say but like as a woman when i see a, a baby in in any sort of that that i feel is not an ideal environment for a baby it it just ignites something else in me it triggers you yeah yes it triggers me on like a whole a whole another level so like mm-hmm. i get so angry and very passionate about it and i think i will never stop talking about this problem after i saw this video all this time i let it be <laughs> i don't care about that fancy dress parades or whatever that they do in colombo i didn't care about it so much i said oh, i'm not i'm not going to stick my fingers into it until a child gets involved i feel like that angers me to 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 an extent that okay now now i'm i'm not going to let this go anymore mm-hmm. because now we're, we're, they're, they're trying to indoctrinate like kids into this and now mm-hmm. babies was innocent who never asked for this yeah they don't never even have the concept be... in their minds they're just looking for a source mm. of nutrition yes and you know being born into this delusion and i want people to just someone just step up and do something because now it's becoming a problem mm-hmm. well that's you, you know I mean that's why you do it that's why I do this we we're, we're taking control we're trying to take control of what we can control um and if just talking about it is the best we can do um it's having an impact like your video made me want to talk to you about it and now I'm talking to you about it and someone else wants to watch this so it's the watch best this <laughs> should I should I I'm going to have to edit this something out of this like right a- <laughs> I should have been wearing like a tiny top or something no bra or something. <laughs> yeah. I like shirtless and then you are wearing yeah, like a bikini. Yeah. That would have been a better way to do this. <laughs> At least we you know what we could do? We, we could do it like for the, the thumbnail. Do you want to do it for the th- we can do it for the thumbnail for the cover. Uh we'll yeah, just like take off. Yeah, like flashing or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> click. <laughs> you don't even have to write a click when you do that. That's that's yeah. automatic click, right? <laughs> I was saying I'm going to have to edit the fuck out of this episode because there's so much stuff in here that I'm like, hmm. But uh, I don't think she can say that. <laughs> I'm I I uh, I like these conversations because they're so organic and we just talk about anything you know like we we can talk about we can talk about the whole Asian Olympics thing and then we can talk about um, Sri Lanka next and you know we can talk about um, uh, the LGBTQ community it's cool it's really nice it's a it's a organic conversation can't do that with other guests because they want to talk about their books or whatever so this is a really nice platform but i appreciate you coming and talking to me today i know we've been here for like an hour and a half now so yeah I don't but wanna... it's always very nice to speak with you well we don't do it enough so we should probably do it more oh, often what are you saying Hey, thanks for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe today and you won't miss the next episode. We cover topics like recovering from infidelity, online dating, managing chronic anxiety, and so much more. We're on all the popular platforms, so take your pick and we'll see you soon.